What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Real Spective Podcast, where I'm giving you the raw, unfiltered experiences of life, meaning I do not sugarcoat anything. Why? Because sugarcoating leads to misguidance, which leads to misfortune. And guys, I have been saying this for two years because on the day I release this episode that I'm currently recording, it will be the two-year anniversary of the Real Spective Podcast. Let's go! Yep, February 19th, 2021 was when I first released the trailer for this podcast. Um, for those of you who don't know, I originally started this podcast with the name of Discussing It with Dana. And I started it in November 2019 was when I released my first episode for that. But, uh, you know, during the pandemic and everything, I kind of took a step back with that podcast. And I was like, you know what, what do I really want to do with this podcast? I don't want no silly little podcast that, you know, doesn't really like I want to be able to do this in the long run and I just really thought you know the name of discussing it with Dana and you know it was I I didn't I didn't it wasn't like childish or anything but I wanted to kind of have like a more mature approach and I wanted to really focus on what exactly is this because I do have a platform um with listeners and here we are with over a thousand listeners later I um I'm very grateful I don't think grateful is the proper word that really describes what I'm feeling. I'm very appreciative and I never really thought um, that I would get this many listeners. Um, Obviously, like I'm not on Emma Chamberlain's level or, you know, other type of famous influencers with their podcast, but um, I'm grateful with what I have. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it continues to grow and I I think it's pretty sweet what I have. Um, and I love it. And it's a great outlet for me, but also something that, you know, I'm, I'm able to kind of look back on um, in the future. And so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, happy two years, respective. And um, everybody text me right now. Happy two years. Anyway, just kidding. No worries. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, before we before we get into this episode, uh, I know I should have done this earlier, but I wanted to kind of talk about 2022 uh because you know i just want to talk about that year and everything just before we get into the main topics because uh the main topic of this episode is kind of talking about what our goal is for this year which is sort of letting go um but before we start off with this year's goal of 2023 let's let's look back at 2022 and um honestly the beginning of this year uh, was pretty was pretty neat. You know, I I, I was actually really busy, so uh, you know I couldn't do as much with this podcast. But you know, I do I do have a future for this podcast, and you know, with with episodes and things like that. But uh, for the majority, uh, the beginning of the country, beginning of the I can't talk, beginning of this year, I uh, was out of the country, and uh, I traveled to Saudi Arabia, and I was able to see. Um, my grandmother and my cousins and aunt and uncles there. I did Umrah, which for those of you who don't know, Umrah is a uh, Islamic pilgrimage to Mecca. Um, and basically it's like Hajj, but it can be done any time of the year. Hajj, there's a specific time, but Umrah you can do any time. And Alhamdulillah, I'm very happy to say that this was my fourth time doing it. Um, I'm very fortunate, very grateful and appreciative that I was able to do this four times. Um, each time I did Umrah, like, you know, every time I got older and older older, and I was able to appreciate the religion more and, and you know, be more stronger. And I hope that my dean gets stronger yeah, as, you know, the days go by. Um, then I went back to my home country. Um, I'm Lebanese. So I went back um, after 12 years to Lebanon. Uh, I'm from Beirut, Lebanon, um, or Beirut, Lebanon. Um and I love Lebanon. <laughs> I love it. I love my home country. I, I landed and I was like, I'm home. I'm home. Where is the Knefe? <laughs> That's the first thing I said. Um, but I loved Lebanon. It was great to be around my family, my grandmother and my grandfather. Um, you know, this trip was a great way to kind of kick off 2023. You know, I got there and I was like, you know, like there's like there's like those things on TikTok where it's like, I thought it was depression but it's just Cleveland. Yeah, no, literally, literally. It was just Cleveland. Um, but no, I, I miss, I miss Lebanon, but I am, I am happy to be back home. Um, but like I said, um, before we get into this year in general, 
uh, I want to talk about 2022 and how it was for you guys specifically. So a couple weeks ago, I asked you guys on Instagram, and if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, it's at the realspective underscore podcast. Um, I asked you guys some questions. And uh, the first question I asked you guys was, what's your favorite moment of 2022? <laughs> so a lot of you, a lot of you said getting married was your favorite moment of 2022. And elf mabruk to all of you. Masha'Allah, tabarakallah. Listen, guys, congratulations. Um, honestly, some of my favorite moments of 2022 were seeing some of my closest friends get married. Um, there's something so sweet about seeing the person that you grew up with or went to school with um, get married and, you know, seeing them all happy and dancing on the dance floor. And then you also being surrounded by your close friends, dancing with them, celebrating them on the on their big day. Ah. Uh, brings i'm about to start crying because it's just so fun honestly they, these are core memories like from the moment of them being like yo i'm getting married oh my god it's happening our kitab like blah, 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 all of that super super excited i'm very happy for them and i'm very happy for all of you who, who did say that you know this was your favorite moment or if it's not your favorite moment and it still happened because it, it, it could have anyway um <laughs> moving on a few of you guys went to concerts um and that were your favorite moments. Uh, those moments were uh, like going to Bad Bunny or Olivia Rodrigo or Harry Styles, which um, I know I said that um, Tuesday or not Tuesday, today when I released the episode. So Sunday, the the, the 19th, when I released this episode, uh, I know I said it's very important because it's the real respective two year anniversary. But more importantly, it's my friend Zoe's birthday. And uh, Zoe, first of all, happy birthday, Zoe, because it's on your, it's your birthday today. But um, Zoe has been to, I think, four, over four or five Harry Styles concerts within the past, within the past year. I will never forget the moment when she went up to our lab TA and was like, I am going to be out of town. Um, so I'm missing lab because she had to go to Milwaukee for a Harry Styles concert. And I just think that's absolutely iconic of her. Um, yeah. She is the biggest Harry Styles fan that I know. Um, and I know some crazy Harry Styles fan. So <laughs> she's the biggest one. And you know what? Go her. I stand it because she, she, she will see Harry Styles anywhere, no matter where, no matter what place or where she will hop on a flight and go. And that is iconic. I'm sorry. Listen, I want to go to a concert so bad. And if I were to see one person and one person only in concert, you guys already know. If you know me, it would be Marina in the Diamonds. I love Marina in the Diamonds. I stand her so hard. She has always been my Spotify top artist. But honestly, I have a feeling this year it probably won't because I, there's some other artists that are that I've been listening to a lot often. And I just feel like I'm cheating on Marina recently because I haven't been listening to her music as much. But she's always in my heart, you know? Anyway. Um... I want to go see, I want to go to a concert so bad. My mom won't let me go, bro. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I got a text from my friend. She was like, yo, I'm pretty sure. Something like, oh, I'm pretty sure Big Time Rush is going to go on tour. And they are. She she called it. Um, she's like, we have to go. And I'm like, you can go. I won't. My mom will not let me. Um, man, mom. It's okay. It's okay. My time will come. I will go to my concert one day. One day when I'm, you know, 100% independent and I don't have to tell my mom where I'm going or when, where, how. So that, that, that's going to happen. Not soon, but it will happen. Um, moving on. <laughs> uh, someone, someone mentioned um, that they photographed their first destination wedding. Uh, Zaina Salem uh, is a Cleveland wedding and elopement photographer. So if any of y'all are looking to elope, hit her up for her photos guys honestly her work is great and the pics are fire so if you're interested in her work hit her up on her instagram which is zayna salem photo or her website or and her website at zayna salem photography.com and that is z-a-i-n-a-s-a-l-e-m photography you guys better know how to spell photography anyway moving on um a couple of you mentioned that watching me graduate Oh, uh, I see. I see. What I did was I wrote down um, a couple weeks ago, like when the you know over the twenty four hours of when I put the questionnaire on my Instagram, I I wrote it down on in this notebook and I'm reading it and uh, I didn't expect it. it was oh that's really sweet. <laughs> uh, a couple of you guys mentioned watching me graduate. Um, and honestly, I'm about to start swinging my feet and twirling my hair. That is the sweetest thing. 
Um, honestly, I, I know I mentioned this in my other podcast a couple episodes ago, but honestly, me graduating was such a core memory because I was just surrounded by all my close friends, the flowers, the amount of flowers that I got. My hand hurt, man. It was so funny. We went home. We, we started putting um, like the flowers in pots because we didn't have enough uh bases or, or, or base bases yeah i was like what's the plural um but honestly like just that whole day in general was so fun like you know going to a because you, you guys know me i'm the coffee shop girl i'm the coffee shop girl and <laughs> and um i went with a couple of my good friends and we went to a coffee shop and you know I, we got we took some pics there got some coffee before and i'm so glad because i needed to pick me up before like that long ceremony but we went took some photos um and honestly looking back at these photos i'm like oh my god i cannot believe i went to a coffee shop before i graduated it's actually really funny um but you know it was also the day of the world cup final and you know i just remember all of us having our phones out like i was i was you know victor and i were in front of the line and and he had his uh, phone out watching the game and i was trying i was you know taking a peek and we're you know we're, we're in penalties and everyone obviously was rooting for Argentina and you know they won and we're celebrating yeah Messi Messi all of that and you know it's it's a it's a great memory and then you know obviously I graduated and rocked walked across the stage and was like <laughs> I gotta use the bathroom and then dipped um and never have been back I have not been back to Cleveland State ever since that's a lie I've actually been there a couple times not because I'm a super senior because my university is a city it's not an actual campus so the places that I need to go just happens to be on their campus. Anyway, moving on. Um, oh, <laughs> someone mentioned converting to Islam was their favorite moment of 2022. This is beautiful because this person specifically mentioned it. And this person is also one of my favorite moments of 2022 um, because it is a core memory. Uh, many moments with this person. Um, I, I will never forget um, just a couple days before um, they officially converted to Islam. I um, At my university, the, my former university, um, there we have a prayer room. And, you know, obviously as a Muslim, you are supposed to pray five times a day. And so with school and everything on campus, you know, some of the prayers kind of are, you know, in between classes. So, um, you know, one day I was, you know, I got out of my lab early. And so I was like, okay, let me uh, quickly pray Dohor real quick and just go up there. And so I went up there and um, someone praying next to me, I, I, I got in, like, you know, I was in the middle of praying and I noticed someone was praying next to me. And um, I was like, wait a minute, is this who I think it is? Cause I, cause you know, there have been talks about this person. She's at CSU. She, she, you know, this, this person, she's this Friday, she's going to convert and I was like oh okay I wonder who it is I never really fully met them but I, I want to know who it is and and you know I see this person next to me I was like is this the person that and so like you know I ended my prayer when I mean I finished it and then I went to the other room which is the sister's lounge and I went to my friend and I was like hey uh, um how does this girl look like <laughs> and my friend was like uh she's tall she has dark hair and I was like okay 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 um cool cool I think this is her and so I I so I started my prayer before her and ended it before her obviously so she's still in the room across the hall and so I like the person I am was like creeping by the window because we have like little blinds in this room and so like I opened the blinds watching like a creeper and I was like is that her is that her is that her like when is she gonna come out so then she finally came out and I opened the door and I was like oh my god um are you this <laughs> I'm not because I don't want to say her name <laughs> for her privacy reasons. But she was like, yeah. And then I just like randomly went up to her and just gave her the biggest hug ever. And I was like, oh my God, hi. <laughs> just, I just, listen, this person has never met me in my entire life. But I literally, at the, like at that time, and I just gave her this huge hug. And I was like, oh my God, congratulations, welcome. Because um, I felt this connection. I was like, wow, oh my God. Um, you know, fast forward you know, a while and, you know, I've got to know them more and, you know, this person's a very sweet person and, you know, um, it's, it's, it was, it's a core memory, this entire experience, you know, me meeting her a couple of days before she does convert. And then when she does convert, um, all I got to say is when life gives you lemons, you convert to Islam. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, that's a sweet time. I just remember being like a weirdo, just just 
Honestly, if it was literally, I obviously I wouldn't go up to a stranger and randomly attack him, but I just was like, let me this person give them a big, big hug. Um the other question that I asked you guys was, you know, what is what are some things that you did that you're proud of? And a couple of you guys mentioned that you survived your first semester or first year of grad school. Um and that's amazing. That's amazing. I actually have uh, one of my friends, Deanna, um, who's in PA school. I love that girl. Such a queen. Um, I love seeing her stories of her and her journey in PA school, her little her, her TikToks and stuff like that. I am so proud of that girl. Um, and uh, she's such an icon. I swear to God, she's such an icon. Um, my friend uh, mentioned that they have, you know, they've started a business and that's been pretty successful. And I was like, go you. Uh, a lot of you guys mentioned that you guys have been doing, you know, a lot of fun stuff in your dental clinic. Go you. Uh, someone mentioned moving to new cities and meeting some new people. That is scary, but also super exciting. Um, moving and change is, is scary. Um, I can't imagine moving to a brand new city and meeting some new people, but I am so down to do it. I'm so down to do it. Ah, please take a hint. Take a hint. Um, someone said that they read 27 books. Go you. Okay, literature. And you're not Leah Michelle, but that's great. Uh, that's amazing. Um, I've actually been picked up. I've been starting to read a lot more um, since like, um, like maybe, I mean, I started, I started reading, you know, in the summer, but I picked it up a lot more like back in um, maybe like August. Um, but I think I, I read a couple, I read like three books over break. Um, I was reading them at once. Should not have done that. Um, I finally was like, you know what? Enough's enough. Let me just read one at a time. Um, I've gotten to audiobooks a lot recently. Um, but I do this thing where like I read it and then I stop listening and then I'm like, oh, I'll just start a brand new book. So I have a lot of like audiobooks that I'm listening to right now that I'm like maybe a few more chapters left and I'll be done. But I'm just like, wait, what happened? So I feel like I gotta read. It's too much. Whatever. I, I see. That's a, maybe that's my thing for 2023. Finish the audiobooks that I started but never finished. Um, but many, 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 many of you mentioned that you cut off people you never thought you could, or remove toxic people and toxic behaviors. And all I'm gonna say is that I am so proud of you because same 100% same honestly guys go you that's that's amazing you guys you guys that that's hard to do and honestly go you cut them off silently they know exactly what they did and um yeah worry about your happiness and no one else's because everyone else is terrible and uh, no one deserves happiness no I'm kidding okay that was too far um anyway that kind of leads in or kind of ties into the theme of this you know episode which is letting go um and when you're when i i asked you guys um a while ago on instagram again being like you know what what is letting go mean to you or what what do you mean what is, what is, what, I can't even fucking speak, I'm sorry, but, like, I'm like, what, what, what is your definition of letting go? Wait, no, I'm, I'm right. Ugh, see, no, I got it. I, I asked you guys, what does letting go mean to you? Okay, I, you know, I don't know why I'm second-guessing myself, my, my head's all over, you know what? Let me just pop in Alani new, <laughs> and, uh, get my head straight. I'm currently drinking watermelon wave. No, this is not sponsored. Oh, I would love for this to be sponsored, but unfortunately, no, let me take a sip real quick and get it together. And I spilled half of it on my pants. Oh my God. It's cold. Shoot. Ah! <laughs> See, I could edit this out, but unfortunately I will not. Fortunately, unfortunately I won't because this is the raw unfiltered experience of life. And you guys just experienced a Lonnie new fall on my pants. It's quite cold because I put it in the freezer for a little bit and forgot about it. So it's like quite of a, a slush. But uh, I'm don't worry. I'm not drinking this for funsies. I'm drinking this because I'm about to hit up the gym right after. But that's besides the point, And I need it to kind of marinate a little bit. Anyway. Um, woo! Um, okay, we're fine. 
<laughs> before <laughs> let me chill before we before we move on to um what i you know the discussion and everything i i kind of want to start off by reading a poem um based uh th that was written by nezra zabian um and and if you guys don't know who nezra is um i've used her work in my previous episodes, like my wake-up call and other ones like that. Um, but she is a Lebanese-Canadian activist, author, speaker, and educator. Um, and she is known for her books like Mind Platter, Nectar of Pain, and her most recent one, which is Welcome Home. And um, honestly, these books and the way she writes, basically, she takes my thoughts and things that I, you know, have been trying to figure out what I want to say, but she just writes it for me. And I'm like, all right, this is, this is, this is exactly what I need to hear. And so this is um, one of her works from her book, Mind Platter, and it's called Let Go. We often attach letting go to negativity because we take it as giving up. And giving up is a sign of weakness. That's not always true. Sometimes letting go can be as positive as holding on, and sometimes holding on can be as negative as letting go. Letting go of what makes you miserable is the right decision to make because while one opportunity that you are holding on makes you cry, another opportunity is patiently waiting for you. It's patiently waiting for you to let go of what you have and hold on to this new opportunity. When you let go of what you have, do it the right way. Don't let go feeling weak. Don't let go feeling like you've done anything but your absolute best. Don't let go feeling like you were not worth the opportunity. It was not meant to be worth your pain, although it may have been painful. Think deeply into the purpose that made you take that opportunity. And if you've achieved that purpose, then take pride in it. Give yourself credit and don't ever let anybody put you down. Let go feeling like the biggest winner and let loss go home with the opportunity that never appreciated you. Reflect, learn, move on. Hold on to the next exciting thing that the world opens up for you and put your best forward, for your best will never let the inner you down, ever. God, I love her work. She's amazing. You know, why is it hard to let go of things or people? And that's because you care. And it mattered to you. And, you know, when things matter to you, obviously, it's going to be hard for you to, like, stop caring about it. Not necessarily caring. When you let go of something, doesn't mean, like, you are careless. It's just you're detaching yourself from the suffering, in a way. Um, the thing is that, that I like that she said in this poem is that she said letting go is a positive thing. Um, and she mentioned how holding on could be worse and like vice versa sometimes. And it's like, why are you holding on to something that is not giving you peace? Like you're constantly thinking about it. You're constantly experiencing it in your head, re-experiencing it in your head. You know, you are kind of you know, having a hard time um, getting, you know, removing specific events or phrases or things that people or, or things have had, like things that have been done to you or whatever, you know, it, you're, you're haunting yourself. The thing is, is that um, when I asked you guys that, you know, questionnaire about, you know, what does letting go mean to you? Someone was like, it means no longer paying attention to the same to something um, or giving energy you once did, but never detach the lesson it taught you. So, you know, for example, um, with people, you know, there's a lot of people that kind of do you dirty. And um, in the coming episodes, um, I'll explain this situation, but um, I didn't do this in 2022, but I did this. Well, I started to do it in 2022, the end of 2022. Um, but I did a full officially done, wiped my hands, I'm clear and I'm free. Um, and I removed myself from someone that really 
um, damaged me. <laughs> to, to be to say the least. Um, and it wasn't just them in a way. Uh, I'm not saying like a lot of people damaged me, but I'm just saying this specific person taught me so many lessons. And so I t- kept the lessons and I held on to the lessons that I, that I, that, I, you know, that the situation taught me, but I let go of the person and the subject of that lesson. So I'm able to carry that with me for, you know, future possibilities in case this happens, but it won't happen again because I have this experience um, in that lesson. Um, the thing is with this person is that um, I started to kind of remove my access for them because I was just like, no, they are not it. <laughs> they are traumatic. They are negative. They're holding me back. I'm, I'm not able to to look at you the same way or, or kind of live life the same way because of how traumatic and frustrating they are. And it made me realize what's the point of holding on? Because I feel like holding on to them is making life worse. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like within, you know, the whole situation, like if you were to ask me about the beginning of everything versus towards the end when I started to, you know, kind of have not power, but I, you know, started to have like a spine and be like, you know what? I know what the fudge I'm doing now. Like, I'm better than you. Like, like whatever. Not, you know, yeah, no, I'm better than them. Fuck that. <laughs> um, but I'm finally was like, you know what? No, like, I don't care if like I'm fine. Like, I'm not thinking about it that much, but it's just like, I can't act like it's okay. I feel like me hanging on to them and allowing them to have this access in my life and whatever is not okay. And I say that I, I'm letting go of what they did, but no, um, me keeping them in my life would, <laughs> is just, it's just like, there's no point. But the thing is, why was it hard for me to let go? It's because they mattered to me. But the thing is, is that it's not just about that person. It's, it's, you know, it's a change in myself and in general where I was like, you know what? I don't have, I have, I hold myself at a high standard and I hold other people at higher standards. And so if I was in a, if my friends were in the situation that I was in, I would be not necessarily disappointed in them, but I would be like, you deserve so much better. And so I'm like, you know what? Why am I hypocritical? Let me just put my foot down and just wipe it clear and let go officially, meaning I don't have any access to them. They don't have any access to me. And in the and the thing is, is that I have that control where I can say goodbye and let go. Not them removing me. I took that step. Because I'm not a coward like they are. I let go of the past. And... But that lesson that I taught for them, I know how to be um, prepared in a way. But the thing is, like, I'm never going to let that ish slide ever again. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. Sometimes I look back, I'm like, damn, I let that ish slide. Like, I'm I'm at the point where I was like, you know what? I need to disconnect from you. I need to disconnect from a lot of people. Not just this person. Like, I started, you know, letting go of – when I say let go, letting go, I mean, like, cutting off, um, which is a, what a lot of y'all did in 2022. Um, a lot of you guys, um, mentioned, you know, you don't have to forgive or forget, but you can still move on and allow yourself to be happy. The thing is, is that, you know, um, yeah, I don't forget because the thing is, why would you forget a very important lesson that happened in your life? Because it's going to happen again if you don't have that foundation. The thing, I'm not saying like this should happen to you so you understand, but I'm just saying like. There are signs, girl. <laughs> the red flags were were very bright and they were waving. They were they were waving. Um but um the, the thing is is that I I I mad I they matter to me more than I matter to them. And it's kind of really hard to accept that um in life where it it, it like you might matter less to someone than um, they matter to you. And like, I think about them like, dang, wow, that must be awkward on my end. But also I think about it, like, what if there's people in my life that matter, that I matter so much to them, but I just don't think of them. And like, that's my fear. I'm like, who, who could it be? And I'm not like, I know you guys probably are like, get over yourself, Dana, but like, you never know. And sometimes I'm like, I'm always like, 
overthinking i'm an overthinker like i'm surprised like are we shocked but um i just like think about it and sometimes for a while i felt bad cutting people off because i'm like well you know i don't want to hurt their feelings but no just be content with whatever you're doing and be at peace the thing is is that you know she mentioned like let go feeling like the biggest winner and let loss go home with the opportunity that never appreciated you. Dang. Whoa. She also mentioned, you know, the thing is, is like, think deeply into the purpose that made you take that opportunity. And if you achieve that purpose, then take pride in it. You know, when you're going into a friendship, when you're going to a relationship, a job, a program, why did you do it? Why did you leave this? Why did you, like, what was the point? Did you leave it because you're a piece of shit or or did you leave it because they were not well, you weren't tr- being treated right or or you know you weren't able to thrive in this environment and when you left that environment or when you left this person or when you left this friendship and things like that were you able to thrive more and if you did yeah then it's a successful thing I feel like I'm blabbing <laughs> um but yeah I Someone was, like, deleting my things from memory. Um, But people were, like, be the bigger person and move on. The thing is, is that I never got... (sighs) See, the thing is, like, I want to say that I got closure. But the thing is, I I kind of didn't. Like, yeah, we we talked about my thing. But um, they just did some worse things. And like I said, guys, I'm going to mention it in the couple next episodes but um no I never got my closure but the thing is like I you sometimes you're never gonna get your closure but the thing is I closed it myself you know I'm not saying like I wrote my own ending I just stopped it from where it happened you know I I just I just like told the publishing company like hey you know I'm done we're gonna stop at this chapter no ending we're gonna leave it ambiguous who cares uh they moved on or one of them moved on I'm not saying, like, I'm the bigger person in this situation. I'm just saying, like, I let go. And the thing is, unfortunately, when I did let go, (laughs) nothing really happened because it's very clear that I didn't really matter as much to this person considering the fact that nothing has really happened since. No, nothing. like. And I'm not, like, what do you expect? Like, do you reach out for the purpose of, of, or do you cut off people for the purpose of them to reach out? No, but, um, you know whatever um someone said something that really hit home and so like in the questionnaire they 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 said um (laughs) it's funny they were like okay not to be like deep (laughs) but letting go to me is when you've accepted the idea that something won't work you have to accept it no matter how much you've tried to work on it and you have to accept that your effort was actually worth it because even though it feels it feels like it was for nothing at least you know that you put the work in and it's not the expectation you wanted but you know that for sure now that's that it's a realization of sure I'm, I'm just reading word for word what they said and honestly um me and a lot of other people are in a huge state of uncertainty um we are currently like i said i myself are in a state of where we cannot control the uncontrollable um and i'm worrying a lot of a lot about things that are out of my control and i can't do anything about it and you know it's like, are you going to sit here and pout and be sad or are you just going to move on? And the thing is, like, not necessarily move on. It's like a waiting game or it's like a confusion where it's like, oh, my God, like, hey, I worked so hard or doing all these things. Like, why is this happening to me? Like, I'm or, or it's like, you know, I'm a good person. Why is why is am I getting so much bad karma? Like, what's going on? You know, you start thinking about these things and you're like, OK, what was the point? And letting go is kind of being like okay like i did everything in my power i did everything in my power and so if things are not going the way i want it to then honestly then it's not written for me 
She said that, you know, while one opportunity that you're holding on makes you cry your heart out, another opportunity is patiently waiting for you. And first, you know, it's patiently waiting for you to let go of what you have and hold on to something new, something better. Something that's actually written for you. You know, like, there's khair in it. Good. If it if it's a mafi khair, don't give it to me. If there is, bring it on. And khair, basically, like I said, is good. So, the thing is, is like, yeah, for example, you know, say you're applying to schools and you don't get in this cycle. And you did everything you can. You have the good grades. You have the good score. You have the good hours of shadowing and volunteering, extracurriculars, all of that. It's not It's not written right now. It's not written for you. Why? Because maybe maybe something better. Maybe, maybe now's not your time. It's not a... It's, it's, it's going to happen, but you just don't know when. Maybe now, maybe in, in next year, in two years, five years, you never know. It's no now, yes later, and yes better. And it's really hard to be like, okay, <laughs> I'll trust you, but it's, it's really hard like in this waiting game of like, okay, what's going on? And maybe you kind of just need to be tested with your patience. But the thing is, is like, are we just going to all sit here and go crazy? Like, we really can't control. Like, we can't obsess over things like, okay, okay, I did this, this, and this. And you're repeating it. It's kind of like that episode in Grey's Anatomy. Okay, this is kind of really random. But you know that episode in Grey's Anatomy when Teddy, you know, that cardiothoracic surgeon girl who, like, left for seasons. She was, like, in Germany and stuff, and then she came back. Anyway, so Teddy, um, she, like, fell in love with this patient who had, like, diabetes, and then they, like, got married. Well, she actually, no, they got married because he didn't have insurance, and so she's like, okay, I'll just, like, marry you for insurance, and then they actually fell in love. Anyway, so the dude who had diabetes died, and this other surgeon, Christina, um, was in the operating room with him. Well, she was operating on him. She like, where they weren't together in the operating Okay, anyway, but um, she was operating on him, and um, obviously, Teddy wasn't there to operate because like his family and also she didn't know who's being up anyway back to the thing um the entire there like the following episodes she had teddy had christina repeat the steps over and over and over and over again and be like okay repeat repeat the surgery repeat what you did and so it's like she was like obsessing over the details and so basically you know at the end you know, Teddy was like, you did everything that you can, like, don't be up, don't say sorry, like, you did everything that I would have done, you did everything right, blah, 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 and, <laughs> and I don't know where I'm going with this, but do you guys know what I mean? Like, they did everything, and it still didn't work out, and that's what was written. You know, it means that even when things do go the way you, um, uh, you know, like, when you let go of control, it means that you don't, have to you no longer have to obsess over the details in your life and even when things do go the way you expected like you aren't going to try and and kind of change your life um in like another direction that would mm, mm, <laughs> i don't even know what i'm saying anymore <laughs> uh what what i'm trying to say is that oftentimes when you know, there are situations that are difficult and happen, you know, we do everything, literally everything that we can possibly do so we can get our way. And unfortunately, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work out. Because why? Because it was never meant to be in the first place. It, the thing is, is that it's easier said than done. Um, And I feel like the most important thing that you know, with all of this is that accepting that you really can't control it. Um, a lot of the times, like, you're in denial. Like, no, 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 no. There's something. There's something. There's something. It's like, no, dude. Like, you literally did everything, everything in that you can. Now, if you couldn't or if you could, there's more stuff that you could do, then that's a different situation. Like, if you were, like, lazy and you're like, what? What? 
then then like you know we have an answer to why but sometimes you don't have an answer you're like why why and then you don't really get your answer until you know you do get what you want but like way after or you get something else or like something another opportunity or like you know what yeah this is actually a lot better than you know for me and I'm very grateful um that's why affirmations are really important (laughs) being like I am the baddest of them all um and I did everything that I can and it's like no (laughs) do your own affirmations I'm not gonna tell you my own affirmations um the thing is it's like it sucks um because it's like what am I doing? Like, I, you always have, like, it's like you're losing the structure of, like, um, what, what's your, what are you doing next year? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know what car I'm going to drive. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't even know, like, what my plan is tomorrow. Like, what's the plan? My mom texts me. She's like, what's your plan tomorrow? I was like, I don't know. And then when I tell her I do have a plan, she'd be like, mm, I don't like that plan. So, you know, um, unless it's your mom, you really can't win. Um, someone said something about uh, not feeling guilty. And they also mentioned something about also being content, but not feeling guilty when um, removing people. And honestly, like I mentioned this a little bit early before, but like, yeah, guilt does play a huge role in being resistant to removing people or sort of decluttering things you know when you're throwing stuff away like for example my brother kicked me out of my study room because I graduated and he was like well you know what you're not using his before so I'm gonna move in you know I was like why and he's like because I need sunlight that's typical 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 kid I don't know why he's he's literally a he he I don't never mind he's he's playing video games right now so I got kicked out of my spot and so I had to move and so I was you know you know setting up my desk and everything and I was kind of going through my stuff and I was like huh I'm throwing this away I'm throwing this away before like if you were asking me like a year ago to remove them I wouldn't or like throw it away no I wouldn't because there was like sort of significance to it because like it was significant to people or like a moment or things like that and so I was like no like I don't remove this because like it means a lot or like it I don't you know what I mean? Like, do you guys get it? Anyway, just be like, yes, I get it. And I'm going to move on with what I'm trying to say. But, um, cause like, I don't know. Cause I feel guilty if I were to get rid of something from someone that I used to, you know, care about. Cause you know, now when I look at it, it's like, it, like before when I looked at it, like it reminded me of like, oh man, like this is sweet. Like all oh, this person was so caring, blah, blah, blah. But now I looked at it, I'm like, trash shredder recycle well no it's actually rec- i mean it's not necessarily trash it, it is recycled because it's paper but you know it's trash like f- 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 figuratively so 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 yeah hang on my stutter just popped in so let me just relax for a little bit um but yeah like for for example like this person that i removed like bro or like people in general i just removed them i was like i don't care like now, before before I was like, oh man, I feel bad. Like, what if they see it and they're like, oh why, why did you do that? But I'm like, ah, come on, dude. They literally made you cry and did not care. You really think you're you're gonna hurt their feelings by unfollowing them? Like, get over that. Come on, grow up, stand up, get a spine. God. But yeah, um, yeah, a lot of people were saying, you know, being forgiving. And, um, I. I'm not sure if I forgive them, but I, I'm, I'll forgive them. I feel like uh, a big thing about letting go is forgiving myself. Um, I'm really hard on myself. And, you know, I'm really mean to myself. Um, and so it's like, I hope I can forgive me. <laughs> but honestly, like, I'm trying to apologize to myself by treating myself better, by removing myself from toxic situations, uh, you know, exercising more, treating my body like a quote-unquote temple. Um, Not, you know, allowing it to get its feelings hurt. Not, you know, mistreating it by having an unhealthy relationship with food and 
you know, malnutrition and things like that. You know, I want to treat my body right. I want to treat my mind right. You know, I don't want to ever put myself in the situation that I was put in. I want to, you know, treat myself right by removing myself in any situation, kind of, you know, surrendering my emotions um, and, you know, allow my emotions to not necessarily speak for me, but, you know, like, listen, being like, hey, hey, we're unhappy right now. We got to, we got to, we got to kind of be by ourselves for a bit or, hey, uh, we're not doing so hot right now or, hey, we need uh, endorphins real quick, go on a run or something like, you know, just listen to my body's cues everywhere. If I have a gut feeling and I'm like, you know what, this person's not right for me or you know what, you know, right, going here is not the best idea. I'm, I'm going to listen to it. Um, I'm not going to be like, well, you know what, people want to go here. I, I, It should be fun. But no, if I have a really good feeling, I'm not going to go. You know, I don't really know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> uh, I guess that really means I should really wrap it up. Um, but yeah, that's my goal for 2023 is letting go and letting go of the uncontrollable, letting go of the past, letting go of literally anything that brings you unnecessary emotional turmoil. Like I said, it's easier said than done, but I feel like a really big important thing is for you guys to be able to kind of surround yourself with good people, surround yourself with, you know, things that make you happy, things that make you a strong person, you know, emotionally, physically, and mentally. Um, do what makes you happy. Do what makes you feel right. I read a quote a while ago and I'm... Um, I saw it on someone's Instagram story and I forgot what it was like like exactly and I forgot who said it but they quoted someone. Basically it was saying how you know to get I'm going to get religious real quick but it basically saying like God doesn't burden a soul beyond where it can bear. That's the verse that I put on, but it doesn't burden you on something where you know on things that you can't bear. But we have the possibility on burdening ourselves with stuff that we can't bear. And that really spoke a lot of volumes to me because I was like, oh my God, so true, Bethy. Um, but the thing is, is that as I um, emotionally mature, mentally mature, things like that, I'm able to recognize what I can and cannot handle. And it is a big sign of not necessarily like maturity, but growth, personal growth and things like that. When you're able to recognize that you can't, you know, handle it. So like, imagine like you're carrying a bunch of stuff, like just a bunch of stuff, you know, and you know that you really can't handle it, but you're like, you know what, I'm gonna do it anyway, whatever. And then you accidentally, one thing falls and other things off and you end up dropping the entire thing. Say like, it's like a, a bunch of cups and you break every single one of those cups, um, compared to kind of carrying one or like a couple in your hand, because that's as much as that you can handle right now. Um, it's good enough. You're able to fulfill and, you know, be your, you know, be at your maximum potential. You know, you're not going to break any cups, but you were like, you know what? No, I can handle this. I can handle this. I can handle it. But really you couldn't handle it. And you were in denial. You were like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. I got this. No, I don't, no, no. But no, you ended up crashing. It's kind of like when you're, when you, when you're burnt out and you keep working, you keep working, you're doing all this. And then you're like, finally, one day you kind of go like, oh, shoot, and you lose it. And then you're just like, I can't do this anymore. And you're done. I think being able to recognize like, okay, uh, this is too much for me right now. Or this is not good for me right now. I'm going to take a step away or I'm going to do little by little. It's really important for us to. Um, it's also kind of like a big thing with our ego. You know, if you can't handle a lot right now, that is okay. No one's going to be like, wow, what a loser. You cannot, you can't, you, you can't bear beyond what you, what you, what you, what you, what you am I saying? Anyway, whatever. Anyway, that's, I'm just saying this much. All I'm saying is that just listen to yourself. Just be like, listen, like, like, don't try to impress anyone. No one cares. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you shouldn't. 
You know, worry about you and only you. That's all that matters. You know, um, I was looking back on memories and things like that. Dude, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky for the people in my life. And I'm so lucky that I have these people and, you know, these are some great heartwarming put a smile on my face constantly brings light into the room type of people. You know, I'm my social battery is never out when I'm with them. As a matter of fact, I get all giggly and like like I literally am so happy and I want to like run in a field of flowers every single time I hang out with a homie because they are so great. <laughs> and I'm so glad. And I mean, it took me a while to realize like, whoa, these are great people. I have great people in my life. It's so much easier to let go of the bad ones because you're like, oh my God, I know how to be treated. <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm so grateful and I'm so appreciative. And that's another thing you're realizing like you have people that literally want nothing but the best for you. Nothing but for you to succeed. They just want to see you happy. Like they genuinely care about your happiness and your success. They want you to be the best version of you. And like, what more could you ask for? And so all I have to say is Alhamdulillah, I'm really grateful. And um, yeah, that's really it. <laughs> um, this Alani news kind of kicking in a little bit. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you for these past two years. Um, I'm excited for what, I was gonna say what the next two, inshallah I'm more, I'm doing this more, but, um, I'm, I'm really excited for the future of the Respective podcast. Um, I can't wait for these new ideas that I have in my head. I'm gatekeeping, I'm gatekeeping. I'm sorry. I have to gatekeep. Um, you'll, you'll know when, when I release it, but, uh, I'm really excited for the future. I really appreciate and, and I'm so grateful for your guys' nonstop support. I got listeners all over the world, and I think that's so dope. Um, <laughs> I got listeners in, like, Europe, Africa. Like, I got continents. I got different continents, baby. Like, wow. Uh, I hope people in Antarctica are listening. Obviously, I don't think they are. I don't see that on the demographic list. But, or the, the little map. But um, it would be cool. Uh, to have a penguin listening to a podcast. Who knows? I might. That's the goal for 2023. Get Antarctica to listen to my podcast. Do they got internet there? Do you guys know that book, Where Did You Go, Bernadette? It's a good movie. Personally, they left out a lot of stuff from the book, like in a fair, but uh, we're not going to talk about that. Anyway, I love y'all, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.